This is Transcend with Nat, where we're discovering our higher purpose and sharing stories and awarenesses along the path of transcendence. Hi, and welcome to Transcend with Nat. This is Nat. I'm your host. Today, we're going to be talking about money, about the financial changes going on in the world today, our consciousness towards those changes, as well as the money magnet and how that fits in terms of this world and this new environment financially that we find ourselves in. I have talked a little bit about the money magnet in a previous episode, um, but I'm going to be updating and going more into detail towards the end of this episode. I hope all of you are doing okay out there. I know that there's a lot of changes in the world, and I know that there's a lot of difficulties and challenges that come with those changes. And I just want to offer you just a word of support, of love, my love to you, my light to you. Um, Feel free to reach out and write me. And uh, I love you guys and, and I appreciate your support and your listening to this. And if you need extra support, I do do private coaching with individuals. And you can go to my new website. Uh, you can check that out. I'm really excited about my new website. Um, but if you're interested in working with me, reaching out to me, you can go to transcend.online and you can find out more about that there. So here we go on money. I wrote down a few points I want to address. The first thing I want to look at with you is just what we're talking about from a higher perspective when looking at money. Now, as a disclaimer, I am not um, I am not a financial advisor. And so I want to recommend and advise you to check anything that you do based on the information that I'm presenting um, with your, with someone who is registered and certified and able to give you that advice. I'm merely looking at this from a consciousness perspective Um, and from a spiritual framework. So when we talk about money, one of the aspects of money is it is a reflection of consciousness, both individually and as a group. So how we relate to money and how we see money is really a reflection of our internal ideas, and our internal uh, limitations as well as our internal expansiveness towards money and how we see it. So as a group, we can also look at money as um, in terms of a reflection of the group consciousness of society, 
Um, and so one of the things that I've been looking at is that as we have this greater and greater divergence of agreement within um, the groups within our countries and within our world, where there seems to be uh, very divergent views on the future, on values, on importance. Um, and once we take it out of the idea in this framework, I, I like to not go into right and wrong. There's plenty of finger pointing going on these days on who's right, who's wrong, who's evil, who's good. Um, and depending on your point of view, uh, it could be either side of the coin. But in terms of what we're looking at with money, uh, is that as money is a reflection of our consciousness and of the group, and it is a spiritualized medium of exchange, uh, that's what my teacher, John Roger, called it, a spiritualized medium of exchange. And as a spiritualized medium of exchange, it is that we all, in a sense, agree to it. We give from within our own power, from within our own um, God form within, we give it the value through our all of our agreement together um, that it has value. And because of that, it does have value. Now, as we see these greater and greater disagreements, um, that can be reflected, and we will see that reflected in our currencies, in our money, um, and in, in the world. Uh, our currencies are also very much tied to our sovereign nations, and so the faith and the trust and the agreement about our countries also can be reflected in the currencies of those countries and how our faith in, in those countries and in those institutions um, seems to be eroding and uh, has very much eroded recently in the past number of years, which has definitely sped up this year in 2020, uh, where there has been a much greater erosion of trust in governments and in institutions. So that all has an effect on our money, on our currency. Another way to look at money is energy, that it is a store of energy um, and that it is an indicator. It can be a feedback system to us. So where we spend our money could be where we are placing our energy. It is a symbol of energy. It is a representation of that creativity that we um, bring forward into the world, which is our work, which is that that connection to the God form within us and that creativity that comes out as we express it in this world um, is often reflected, which we call work, is often reflected in the money that we get, that we receive in exchange for that. So it becomes that spiritualized medium of exchange. Now, there's a lot of changes going on right now financially. 
um, in our world, and and that includes our financial world. Um, there are greater levels of as we see these changes. There's there's been greater levels of control. Um, you may call it external repression or oppression financially, and that really is just an a way of saying that the control is moving from uh, the individual. So like where you have your individual freedom um, to do what you want with your money uh, to a, to others having greater control, whether that's the state, um, the banks or uh, whatever you look at in terms of a group um, or institution or government that the, there's greater control and greater restrictions placed on what you can and cannot do with your money. Um, this is normal. This is the nature of the world. Uh, this is nothing extraordinary in a historical perspective. You know, human nature is the power is often involved in the power struggle game until, and I will be getting to this later. This is not bad news. This is just how this world works in a way, and and um, especially at different times during this world, because there are cycles of all of these things. And right now, it, it's it's a very interesting time because these cycles really are affecting everyone in the world. It seems in some way or another. So we're on to a big point of of history right now um and and this really just is a reflection of human nature uh the that nature of trying to control um and and there is a way out there is a way out um but one of the things that, that how this affects and we'll get into the money magnet later is that cash has become less and less viable as money. And I'm talking about actual dollar bills um, or whatever currency you're in, you know, in the U in the in different areas, in different jurisdictions, there's been more or less um, restrictions placed on cash, on moving and actually taking out cash from the bank, putting cash into the bank, um, using cash, uh, moving cash from one jurisdiction to another, meaning actual dollar bills and how much you can move and take out and all of these things. There's just been greater restrictions. And that has, and coronavirus, as it has with all trends, it seems that it has sped up um, exponentially the trends, the response to the coronavirus has sped this up, the trends that we've been going down in terms of technological trends, um, the digitization of assets and money and value, uh, and, and, the tech, and, the, and the shift to technologies and um, the advances and moving more and more into all of that. Um, so all these other factors are affecting, whether it's demographics, artificial intelligence, um, greater technological advances, and, and this move away from cash has also sped up. There's a lot of places I go to now that they don't accept cash. And this does affect how we look at the money magnet, which is why I'm looking at all this, 
Um, and, and to give you my framework on how I'm viewing this in terms of um, in terms of the individual approach from a consciousness perspective, as well as to a practical money magnet perspective. Um, and I'm going to go into that. But needless to say, there's a lot more unclarity, unsurety, which in financial terms translates to volatility. Um, there's a great deal more volatility. And that is just saying there's a lot of unsurety about the future and about how things are playing out and how these changes that we're seeing um, at a fundamental societal level in a worldwide way will, will, will play out. Now, this is how I look at it from a, a consciousness perspective. These are all just external conditions. And there is always going to be external conditions. We can call it karma. Um, we can call it, that's the nature of this world, that there's a, a negative, not a bad, but a negative pull to this world. It is, um, whereas there is the positive pull of the inner spirit and that, that spiritual, um, the external spirit as well. There is... Th these conditions that we have in our lives. And right now there seems to be a lot more conditions being imposed upon us, uh, whether it's by people or by just the situations, the things that are coming forward in this world at this time, regardless of conditions, we have a choice. We have a choice to be free towards whatever the conditions are. We have an internal choice that we can be loving regardless of the external conditions. We can move our inner awareness into a higher spiritual awareness within us through the practices of spiritual exercises, of focusing on that spirit. Um, I talk about it in all the thing work I've been doing with dreams lately, that there's an opportunity to have that greater spiritual awareness. Now, I believe in my experiences that the greatest wealth is that of the higher awareness, that of a higher consciousness which is our awareness of our oneness with the divine. And that is where our true wealth lies, because regardless of what's going on in this world, regardless of anything, any of the conditions that are going on in this world, there is that spiritual stability within us when we have our inner connection to that. I talked about this as this year being the year of solid foundations. When I was doing, um, when I was doing the, the, the podcast in last December about this year, I spoke of this, that 
that the solid foundation is really our connection inside. Um, and that's where we need to build that solid foundation because externally I spoke of things, how we relate to each other changing. Um, and I think that that has unfolded in ways that I didn't realize it was going to be like this. Um, I also spoke uh, in last December of the structures of uh, our institutions that might be crumbling and being brought down. And I also didn't realize that it would be <laughs> quite like it has. Um, but the that remains true is that that inner connection is our solid foundation. And so that's in all of these changes, it really is that opportunity to expand and grow internally in the midst of contraction and challenges externally. And that is the spiritual path, is that we use everything for our upliftment, learning, and growth, for our expansion of our awareness into the divine, into who we truly are. And it becomes really important to be aware of those things um, that lead us into the shadows, such as fear. You know, fear is not a healthy way to live your life. And it seems that there's a lot of fear, and understandably so, given the vibrations going on in the world today. But really, our opportunity is to respond to those with love. In fact, I had a dream recently that's just flashing on me um, where I was in a spiritual gathering and there was someone who was really bringing forward a lot of fear, um, a lot of negativity, you know, and I, I think if I remember right, it was around the coronavirus. It was around all of that. And this was someone who uh, was at least externally acting like they were on a spiritual path, but they were just putting out this negativity of fear. And I realized that I needed to address that in the dream. And so I started um, chanting. I started putting forward the vibrations of God, of the higher vibrations um, and doing that, bringing that forward in the dream in order to transmute the negativity. So really one of the things to be aware of right now is, are you in fear? And if you are, and I have been, I definitely go into this, um, but to continuously have your focus being on this expansion um, and letting that fear be an indicator that that there's an opportunity for you to grow into the higher awareness, to grow in your connection to that divine loving place. Because if we confront the challenges that we're facing in the world and inside of us and how we're we're dealing with this with a loving consciousness, 
you know, that is the opportunity. And I will be going into, uh, not too long, I'll be going into a, another podcast about next year. And as a little preview, it's a year of freedom. But how I look at that, is it, what is freedom? How do we have freedom, regardless of what is going on in the world, regardless of what we may view as disturbance, oppression, repression, and challenges? We have freedom by letting go of our attachments. The more we let go of those attachments, the freer we are inside and the freer we can approach the world. So this is going to be a, a big focus is that letting go of attachments, that reattuning and coming into that quality within us of the higher awareness. And that's how I look at how we can deal with, how we can approach all of the changes, including the financial changes that are going on right now. And one of the things that I highly recommend in life and I wanted to bring forward and discuss again is the money magnet. Now I'm going to play a little clip from John Roger from his seminar called Creating a, Creating a Magnet for Money, uh, which is available at msia.org. And it's in the Money, the Great Mirror of Consciousness packet where there's multiple seminars. So let me play that clip for you and then I'm going to go into the money magnet. But let's look more closely at this. We should give back a portion of what we make back to God as a form of humility and knowing where it comes from. We should do this. But if God is in heaven and the kingdom of heaven is within, that's where God is residing within a consciousness, not as a total being, but in a consciousness. So, if this is true, then we should be paying 10% to ourselves. As good economists, we should. But usually the consciousness is we work very hard for our money, very hard. I'm sure all of us work hard for it. And then when it comes payday time, we pay everyone else first, all of our bills. And if there's anything left over, we get it. And yet, if we take 10% of our check and we pay us first, this is getting cash. Now, this is not writing a check, because that's a symbol. We have to have the cash. And we pay ourselves first. We say, this is to the God within. This takes care of the spiritual. You might say, this is the church fund, this is the car fund, this is the food bill, this is the rent bill, this is the clothing fund, and this is the money that goes to me. You pay yourself first. You might say, well, can I write the check out to everybody else and then know what I'm going to get and pay me first? No. Now, just as a simple recap, in order to do a money magnet, as JR said, you pay yourself first. You pay yourself 10% of the money that you are bringing home. Um, and you pay that to yourself first in the form of something tangible, which means or has meant cash. 
And then it can also, you can put it into precious metals. You can put it into gold. Um, from that point, you can uh, possibly, if you build, and it's amazing, you can start with 50 cents. But like you, as you start to build this, you are gaining the trust of the subconscious, of the lower self, of the basic self. And you are creating um, greater trust within yourself and a greater honoring of that God within. And then that creative force within you, as well as the subconscious, the lower conscious, the basic self, that's going to want to create more since you're actually, it goes, hey, you're actually giving me money for the work I'm doing? Well, let me find ways to bring in more money. And it's important you don't give, you don't keep this money with the bank because then the bank has the money magnet. And it's really based on this idea that um, it's a physical law that like attracts like. So money attracts money. Um, and so if you hold this money, in a tangible form where you can ideally count it, you can put it in gold, you can put it in silver, um, eventually fine art, even property, if you get to that point where you have such a great money magnet, um, property that is somewhere that you're working from that you can actually um, tangibly walk on, that you can get. So, you know, there's... It's something that you want this like to attract light. And you want to keep, you want to be able to have a certain amount in in actual um, liquid money assets. You want it in money. So another way of looking, because we're in such a period of change, and some of you may be dealing with unemployment and other things, um, there's a saying that time is money. And if we look at money as our energy, so as we put that creative force in to action in our lives, which we call work, we receive money as a representation of that. And then we give 10% of that back to God, which in terms of the money magnet, we give it to ourselves. Um, there's also tithing. There's also seeding. There's, there's other techniques or um, technique isn't the right word, but there, there's other th things that we can do that's part of, you know, a spiritual way of working with money and of honoring God. But today we're talking about the money magnet. So if time is money, if your energy translates to money, then one of the things that you can do, which I highly recommend is just put time every day with that God within in a way that is a, a money, that is you're magnetizing yourself to the spirit, which really is the source of it all, is that spirit within you. So take time each day in spiritual exercises, and there's podcasts on that. And what's great about the new website at transcend.online is that you can search. There's a you can search through different subjects of these podcasts. So you can search for spiritual exercises and get more information on spiritual exercises. Um, so that leads me to okay, so if cash, and as we move into this new financial 
realm, there's probably, there's already some central banks that are moving to central bank digital currency, and there will probably be more, which, which is going to really change things even more into um, a centralized control of the money supply as well as uh, really they'll have to do something about cash and um, it will be less and less actual physical cash will be less and less if not completely um, gone or just not viable for really using. Um, and so in this new environment, how do we do it? Well, one way, and I'm, um, I have worked with this a fair amount. I mean, I've been looking into this for, and, and learning about it for eight, eight years or something like that. But that's cryptocurrencies and Bitcoin specifically because that's the one that I can talk about here. Uh, it simplifies things. There's many of them. Um, but how does that work with a money magnet? Well, what I've found is that, you know, first off, Bitcoin is, um, is a, in a sense, it could be looked at as a commodity or a money. Um, it is definitely a store of energy. It is an energy. It is a store of value. And, you know, people, there's a lot of different um, arguments for and against it whether it will maintain its legal status and all sorts of different things. But the genie, the, the cat is out of the bag with this new technology. And whether it's Bitcoin or if something goes wrong with Bitcoin, another form of this type of currency, you know, this is, this is going to be something that's around. And there's a characteristic of Bitcoin which is a digital currency. So you go, well, how is that tangible? Well, there is a way to hold your private keys. Um, it's based on mathematics and crypt, uh, cryptography. And so you can hold your private keys, your private cryptographic keys in a hardware wallet. And so offline. So it's no longer, in a sense, in a, um, in a bank which is out of your control, it, it becomes something that you actually have a device and, and on that device are the keys, are, are, is that money in a sense, that, that Bitcoin. Um, and so in that sense, I look at it as something that can, from the way I'm viewing it and the way I've used it in my own money magnet, it can be in this new digital world, in this new, mostly cashless world, it can be another asset as part of a money magnet as long as you're holding your private keys in a hardware wallet. Um, and that you hold that hardware wallet with your gold. And if you continue to hold cash with your cash um, and that you hold it, you know, close by, that you have access to it, that you can look at it when you want to look at it, um, that you can hold on to that hardware wallet, that you can plug it in and see, you know, the value of that. And so in this more and more digital environment where assets have become more and more digital, you know, I've really looked at how can you have that asset 
I've really experimented for myself of how do I have this asset in my money magnet um, in a digital way while it's still being tangible. Um, and this is the best that I've found, the best way to do it, the best practice of how to how to shift and how to change with the current environment as it is. So I really wanted to give you that update on the money magnet and highly recommend that you utilize this money magnet, even if, and especially if you're in the midst of um, financial difficulties and maybe you aren't bringing in that income uh, and you know, maybe you are going through challenges and, and tapping savings and all these things. Um, but as we go forward, you know, I encourage you, number one, as we were talking about, to really bring forward that wealth of the higher consciousness by magnetizing yourself to that God force within. And then the money magnet helps you magnetize to the physical, wealth, it helps you magnetize to, it helps you to magnetize inside of you, and especially on that subconscious and the basic self level, to money, to bring forward more of that, and allow the money to attract more money. And, you know, part of why I was looking at what is money is because so much is changing right now that it's important to look at, you know, what, how I see money and what that is, and that it is that representation of our energy, of our efforts, of, of value that we agree upon. It is that spiritualized medium of exchange. So I'm really glad for those of you who are still with me, who are listening, for all of your support in all that I'm doing um, you can check out if you're not part of, if you're not receiving updates from me, uh, you can go to the website transcend.online and receive updates. If you're having a hard time and struggling and you need extra support right now, um, reach out to me. I, I'm doing courses. I'm doing coaching. Uh, there's all that information on my website transcend.online and um, if you have any questions about anything that I've presented here, uh, I've done it in the, the clearest way I know how to at this time, asking that God um, bring forward that energy on top of and through anything that I say to spiritualize it and to bring it into that higher nature so that it is one of uplifting and upliftment for you and all of my listeners. So God bless you. Take care out there. I love you. Until next time.